Welcome to DandyCast, a talk show about dandelions with me, Adam Lahey, <laughs> and my partner, Stephen Ryan. <laughs> I believe it's pronounced Leahy. I, oh man, like, I've had to put up with that my whole life, and it doesn't bother me, but, like, I don't know, it doesn't even look like it's pronounced like that. It does kind of bother you, though. Um, it did when I was younger, and people would get my name wrong, until I started meeting people from other counties, and they go, well, no... That's just how it's pronounced where I'm from. And apparently only Tipperary and Kilkenny say Lahey. Uh, yeah, and even at, as it stands, it'd be only down near Mullinahone and those kind of places. Well, Mullinahone's not too far from Kilkenny. Do you want to know what I have in my hand? Do I want to know what you have in your hand? <laughs> I have a fork and I am after putting into the microwave, whatchamacallums, falafels. No way! I bought falafels. I said I'm going to sample them for the first time on the podcast today. On the podcast? Excellent. So I went out and I bought these falafels. Do you have anything to go with them? Why, do they go with something? Um, I just have a plate of falafels. Well, you can put them in a a wrap or in like a burger or in anything really, but they're still very delicious on their own too. Do you put any sauce with them or anything? Um, A bit of hummus wouldn't be bad. Oh, I, I don't... No, I'm, I'm. No, no, no. No, well, go for it if you've got them there in front of you now. Okay. Oh yeah, that's like I've tasted these before. I'm pretty sure we've had falafel together. Yeah. I'm. I'd say I would have had maybe falafel in. Um. Maybe in something, and I didn't know what it was. Mm. Yeah, it's dry, quite dry. Well, yeah, I mean, you'd have them with something else, but uh, give yeah, maybe like curry sauce. Or... Give us a what? What are you? What are you tasting? Falafel, they're called. <laughs> but they're good, um, right? They're okay. Yeah, like I wouldn't be running down to the store saying, "Give me your falafels." Oh, I love a falafel. When I lived in Sweden, when you came out of the nightclub, there was a fast food truck outside, and instead of doing like kebabs or whatever, they do falafel, and it was unreal. That seems so wrong. But tastes so right. No, no, no. That's why it seems wrong. Well, Scandinavians are pretty odd, to be fair. So, of course, their uh, solution to dirty, greasy food at the end of a night would be a fucking falafel wrap. But it really hit the spot at the time. Do you know what tickles me is in Amsterdam, they have these um, burger joints, except the burger joints are kind of vending machine based. Really? Yeah, you walk in, you put in your money into the vending machine and the door opens and you pull out your burger and you walk off. But you know why I reckon that's the case over there? Because they're all after tits. They're all after tits, tits and they don't want to be going in talking to somebody. So they just automate the whole thing. So people will just be like, they want burgers, but they don't want to talk to anyone. So just go in, take your burger and go. That's very solid logic. Isn't it? Yeah. I like I was wondering why there were such a thing there and then it dawned on me it was like oh the stoners yeah yeah do. they don't want to, do the it. paranoia of going up to the counter and going oh shit do they know do they know don't look them in the eye get it from yeah, the yeah. thing brilliant that makes complete sense burgers are good there too mm. do you know what they call a burger in Amsterdam burger 
burger fund. <laughs> so how's your day? Grand. I wanted to make an apology to the listeners Thanks. for my oh. um, making such horrible war mistakes yesterday and getting confused between World War One and World War Two. You were on a bit of a roll, all right. I was on a bit of a roll. So I think to make it up to people, I want to read out my favourite war poem. Okay. Uh, it's by a poet um, who was a private in the English army during the First World War called The German Guns. <laughs> it goes boom, 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 <laughs> boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Boom, 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 boom. Boom, boom, boom. I was uh, well ahead of you on that one. <laughs> I knew exactly where you were heading with it. That's by uh, Private S. Baldrick. Apparently a child did that for, for real in a school performance where they were all going up and reading poetry and being very sincere. And he said, oh, this is my favourite poem. It's by S. Baldrick. And he just got up on the stage and started <laughs> shouting boom. <laughs> what a brilliant show. Oh, it's fantastic. I, I had the scripts and my mother's dog ate it. So clearly she's a fan too. Mm. Your man, what's his name, who who wrote the script? Um, ben Elton. Ben Elton and Richard Curtis. Yeah, they're fantastic. Yeah, Ben Elton is, is incredible. He just has that that mind that can that knows exactly what is funny. Yeah, I mean, he nailed it on the head with the young ones as well. I mean, they're both absolutely they're mm. they're classics. Have you seen Counting Crow? No. It's one uh, that he did recently with David Mitchell. Okay. Uh, Harry Enfield is in it as well. No, I haven't even heard of it. I've read a couple of his books. All right, his books are very good as well. Very funny. It's about Shakespeare. Upstart Crow. Oh, what did I call it? Counting Crow. Counting Crow. Upstart Crow. Yeah, Upstart Crow. Oh, I'd seen that on Netflix, but I didn't realise it was Ben Elton. I might actually give it a go now because it looked shite just going by the picture. But no, and it's Ben Elton, I'll give it a go. I'd say it's good. I haven't, I've watched bits of it, but I haven't watched it through. Speaking of uh, relics from the 80s, have you heard the latest feud? Go on. Johnny Logan and Dickie Rock are going at it. Big style. Big style. It was an interview recently with uh, J-Lo and he was asked about Dickie Rock, uh, what he thought about him as a musician. And he said, what would Dickie know about being a musician? Dickie's idea of an international tour was to have a gig in England, which is pretty unnecessary shade, even from J-Lo himself. Yeah, it is unnecessary shade, given that I wasn't, I didn't even know Dickie Rock was still alive. No, well, he, he is still He must going. be a billion, like... Uh, he's 82, and 82. in response to it, Dickie said that he wanted to uh, give Johnny Logan a box. And he, he okay. seems real fucking shocked by the whole thing. Like, he doesn't really have a bad word to say about it. But in the article I was reading, it just goes absolutely nuts and then sways on, like, a weird tragedy for Dickie Rock. Yeah, how? That, um, so... In this tirade that Johnny Logan is just having this breakdown and he's going on a tirade against Dickie and trying to big himself up. And he's talking mm. about how he sang for like royalty like the Queen and Lady Di and Prince Charles and all these shows at the London Palladium and the Top of the Pops that he did. And oh, poor Dickie, um, he says he, that he also did the London Palladium and that while Johnny said he played for British royalty, Dickie Rock played for Irish royalty. He said he played for... 
Michael Smurfit and the Smurfits are like Irish royalty. Oh well, that was a yeah a hit and a miss. Yeah, it really. And then, like as it goes on, he says, "Swing and a miss, swing and a miss, absolute swing and a miss." He says, "Look, I got great respect for Johnny. He's got a huge international career. I prefer to do things at home. In fact, I've got a gig coming up next June. I got a phone call to play at a wedding." Which, like, Dickie, stop now. Like, you're the bigger man, you've won, but please, it's going to bring me to tears, like. Yeah. I'm playing at a wedding. Dickie Rock. It's such an odd beef. It is such an odd beef. Now, Dickie seems, in fairness, he seems to have really good things to say about J-Lo, but I don't know why Johnny Logan has started picking on Dickie. It's just ridiculous, but surreal and delicious at the same time. It is. It is quite surreal. Absolutely surreal. And it reminded me of a very other weird, surreal, one-sided spat that happened in the late 90s. Do you remember Ronan Keaton and Mike Tyson? Wait, what? Right? That's an odd one. So, Ronan Keaton ran into Mike Tyson in the late 90s. It was just after he went solo, so I'd say late 90s, early aughts. And he walks up to Tyson and says, Michael Collins would fucking batter you. Now, presumably, he meant Steve Collins, the Irish boxer of that time. Um, I mean, that I wouldn't think so. The next morning, like once Ronan Keaton, he was absolutely langers at the time, which seems to have been a bit of a habit of his. His bodyguard threw him up over his shoulder and had to carry him off. The next day they met in the airport. Keaton saw Tyson sleeping on a bench in the airport. He ran over, hit him a dig. And fucked off running. <laughs> That's brilliant. I know. <laughs> Imagine sucker punching Mike Tyson. And then legging it while being Ronan Keating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I would not go anywhere near Mike Tyson trying to throw a box. No, he is making a comeback. How weird. I know, 53 years old. But did you see the absolute beast of a man? And he thrown boxes. I did. The speed of him. And the force that he was hitting. Yeah, it's nuts. Have you watched the Mike Tyson Mysteries? They're brilliant. I love the Mike Tyson Mysteries. Even the cast is great. You've got like Jim Rash, uh, who is an Oscar award winner. And you've got... Which Norm- one? Who does he play? He is the Marcus of Queensbury, I think. Oh, yeah. I really like the fact that the Marcus of Queensbury as well, they portray him as being gay. Yeah. In it, the Marcus of Queensbury was the person who took umbrage with, uh, what's his name, Oscar Wilde. Oh, really? Yeah, it was. he was uh, Oscar Wilde's boyfriend's father. And he was the person who was involved in bringing down Oscar Wilde. Ah. So it, it's a nice little, just, just uh, an Easter egg there. He's the one who made Oscar Wilde look like a whoopsie. Looked like a whoopsie. So yeah, that that's an interesting little nugget of, of information there as well. He also came up with the boxing rules. Yes. The rules of boxing, which is why he would be make it would make sense that he would be in the Mike Tyson Mysteries gang. Yeah, and of course, logically a pigeon. And a pigeon, of course. <laughs> I would recommend to anyone pick up that show. It's absolutely fantastic. <sighs> Have you been doing any running today? I went for a long walk, but I'm going to go for my cycle as soon as we get off. I said yesterday I was going to go on my cycle today. I haven't gotten around to it yet, but I'm going to 
go out and do it, uh, I'm almost ready to rock with it. Fantastic. Are you feeling fighting fit and ready to go? No, but hmm. I'll do it anyway. Are you going to finish your falafels or are you, is it one and done? Um, I'll have, I'll have maybe, I don't want to be wasteful, but I'll have another bit of falafel and then I'll, I'll leave them. I'm not, I'm not mad on them. Okay. I'd say it'd be nice with a bit of sauce. Yeah, see, like, generally you get them with some kind of maybe like minty yogurty sauce and a couple of vegetables and stuff and you put them in a pita and mm. that kind of thing. It, it's very delicious, but um, I can imagine on their own maybe they're a bit dry. For me, that would still be fine. Yeah, no, I think I'll, I'll put a little bit of sauce in them. I'd say they'd be grand then. Yeah, what kind of sauce are you going to put in them? I think there, there might be a bit of sour cream sauce. Oh, that'd be good. I, I think that would be an appropriate accoutrement. Yes, because of your sour grapes. What? You're hating on the falafels. Mm. Well, they're not, like, it's okay. It's just, I, I don't get the deal with them. It's kind of like flavor. What are you doing in there? There is a great flavour in them. It's kind of spicy, but savoury at the same time. So how about you? Did you get up to Anton? I went out for a walk at the lunchtime. And then after work, I went out for a quick run, which was nice. I managed to get around and only really stop once, which for me okay. at the moment, I, I'm quite happy with. How long was your run? I think it was two and a half or three K. I forgot to click the button on it, but okay. the road that I run on is... A kilometer long and i did it like twice and then the halfway bit back to my house so it was reasonably good and i wasn't drenched in sweat like i was the last while now it's not as warm as it has been the last bit but still i think it's uh it's progress and i'm happy with it fair play right i'm going to stick on my helmet and head off out you going to call her in <laughs> yeah so i'm going to head off out on my my bicycle and uh eat a few flies Okay, well, you stay safe, and I hope the flies are nice with the falafel. Okay, I'll talk to you, Adam. Stay away from yourself, Steve.